All right, this is Jaywalk Podcast. Let's do something a little bit fun. Um, I don't know who's all listening, but let's talk Husker football for a second. Well, I am a huge Husker fan. Sorry, I had to get something to drink. Um, I've seen some uh, practices this year in spring for spring football. There are a lot of things to be uh, <clears throat> be optimistic about. Um, I can go by one by one uh, to let you guys know uh, what to look forward to this fall. Um, let's get started. Quarterback position. Adrian Martinez, four-year starter. Um Looks like he's been improving. Um, he hasn't been the same since he uh, got hurt in the first game of his career against Colorado uh, when he was a freshman. Um, I've seen some little regression, regression the past two seasons with him. Um, I think from what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing is expect a big year from him this year. Not only with the experience, but now I need to know that the job is, you know, is his. Um, expect to see some big things from him this year. Um, he's pretty, uh, he looks pretty more confident. His, uh, his demeanor has changed a little bit um, when it comes to press conferences. Uh, he, he got a wonderful, wonderful um, uh, head on his shoulders. I think... Um, a lot of people see like the regressions and the turnovers having the past two seasons, but I want to tell you guys, for people that know football, that's not all him. Uh, offensive line did the past two seasons have not done a great job protecting him. Um, receivers have not done a great job of, you know, running routes and getting space to be open. Um, I think uh, you're going to see a change in that with the upgrading talent. Um, with um, the receiving core and the offensive line. Uh, I guess the last game in Rutgers, uh, I seen the future for Nebraska football. Um, if they can just cut down some of the turnovers, uh, they'll be all right. Um, so expect a different, more productive uh, Adrian Martinez. Um I see big things coming from this year. I really do. Um, I really think he can have Nebraska competing for the West, the title in the West, in the Big Ten West. Um, so let's not give up on him yet. I see big things coming from him this year. I mean, big things. Um, that moves got me to the the uh, running back position. And this is the position on offense that worries me more than anything. Step, uh, the transfer from USC, uh, is ruled out for spring football. We don't know how that's going to affect him when the fall comes. Um, from what I've seen, he looks pretty decent. Um, I don't know if he's like the be all, be all, be all when it comes to running backs or whatever. But, um, there are some 
it's just something about the running back position uh, the past three seasons after they lost Washington, who was a great talent. Um, it's just that that position has been so inconsistent. I mean, uh, having uh, Wondell Robinson play sometimes tells you everything about that position um, in the football field. So um, the running back, it's, it's, it's just... It's just a big concern. Not a lot of production out of it for the past three seasons, so it's a very big concern. Um, but I guess we gotta wait till fall to see if uh, that happens or whatnot. Um, that brings me to the offensive line. Um, the offensive line, from what I've seen in that Rutgers game, uh, was very impressive. Uh, if they can just be a little bit more consistent. I think um, Nebraska's on to some big things. Um, we got to see if that offensive line can perform like that against the Iowa's and the Wisconsin's because you're going to have to beat them two teams if you're going to win the West. You're going to have to beat Iowa and Wisconsin. Uh, you also got to beat Northwestern. And... We, for lack, Nebraska has not been very dominant in the Big Ten West. So, uh, hopefully, man, it's a growth. If Nebraska can have one or two young players, uh, just have, I wouldn't say necessarily a breakout season, but if they produce a little bit more than what they're expected to produce, I think, uh, I really think that 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 Big Ten West title is quite possible. It's quite possible. But they have one or two, I want to say, one or two uh, guys on offense. That surprise you. Uh, Nebraska would just be all right. And that also brings me to the receiving core. Um, this receiving core is ultra, it's very ultra talented, very rich with talent. Um, with that drive transfer from Montana State, Kimmy Torre, I think his name is, yeah, Tamari Torre. Uh, it's like he's, um, these guys are special, especially that Omar Manning, seeing him in practice. Uh, Omar Manning. Yeah, yeah, he is definitely. From what I've seen, is a yeah, he's gonna be a big time receiver here in Nebraska. Um, he's going to, um, yeah, he's gonna be one of those uh, those record breaking uh, receivers here. Uh, let's see. Um, you have Hunt. You have uh, God, I can't remember his name. The tight end. You got Thomas Fedone from yeah, like the tight end receiver position. Um. They're going to do some big things here in Nebraska this season. Um, and like I said, you probably get over that talent around Adrian Martinez. The offense has a chance to do some pretty uh, big things. Um, but they need two things, consistency and discipline. 
um, like I said, I honestly think if they can have one or two, uh, one or two players just, not just say have a breakout season, but just do better than expected, uh, Nebraska should be all right in the Big Ten. Um, offense, like I said, if they can just cut down on those turnovers and show them more discipline, they'll be all right. Uh, the 12 and 20 record at Nebraska. Uh, people are very disappointed in Scott Frost. Like I said, I am a Scott Frost supporter. I love him. Um, I don't want to see him go anywhere. Um, a lot of people lost faith in him because he's an offensive guy and the offense has been struggling the past three seasons. Uh, I just want to let you guys know that cupboard was really bare the past three seasons. Extremely bare. So it's really hard to make some, you know something out of nothing. Because Nebraska did not have much when he got here, um, but he got the death. He got he got. Like I said, they can just cut down on turnovers. They should be okay. I really think they'll be all right. Um, so yeah, there's a wait and see approach. Um, Let's go on the defensive side of the ball. That's my favorite side of the ball is the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Nebraska has the potential to be a a, a uh, good to great defense. Um, they got some depth now. Uh, they got a lot of players. Uh, hopefully, they don't get hit by the injury bug. But that defense, is it, it, it could be something special. Especially Mr. Mr. Britt over there in the left cornerback, that guy and former. I know that guy former personally, and uh, he's like he's gonna be pretty good. Um, that defense has some, that potential to be something special this year. Um, nine returning starters. It's kind of unheard of, and with the depth that they have, um, Nebraska has had a uh, uh, a lot of great or good defensive players, a lot of good recruiting classes on the defensive side of the ball. So Nebraska should be all right. It should be all right defensively. But uh, consistency has been the issue, you know, the past 10 years for Nebraska. Is can we stay consistent? So, but like I said, I, I like Eric Schnender. I, I, he's, he's, he's a defensive coordinator in Nebraska. Uh, kind of bothered me when he first got there. But... I didn't want to be a prisoner of the moment. Um, he's starting to grow on me. So, Eric Schnender, you doing a wonderful job. Keep it up. And we will um, we'll have this wait-and-see approach. Um, with that being said, I, I'm seeing... I went to the practice. I'm seeing a lot of competition out there, which is always good for any program. Um... Nebraska, I mean, with this schedule that they have, they have the potential to be a 9-3 team as well as a 3-9 team. Um, we have, uh, like I said, Nebraska is discipline and consistency has been the issue the past three seasons while Scott was here. I think Scott, I think... He finally got it. 
when he first got here, the, the question was, what are you going to do to adjust to the Big Ten? He's wondering, hey, no, the Big Ten, they're going to have to adjust to us. Well, it didn't quite work out that way. Um, he's got a lot bigger receivers, a lot big tight ends. Um, the pace of the offense is not like it was, I want to say, at UCF and at, at Oregon when he had the hyper-fast snap, you know, they'll snap the ball within two or three seconds in no huddle. Um I think that he's seen that maybe in this region, it's just hard to recruit them type players on a on a yearly basis. So it's going to be a little bit of a struggle. Um uh to run that type of offense uh here in the Midwest. So but with the personnel he has now and the death that he has I'm starting to see uh, on the offensive side of the ball them turn the corner just a little bit and, it, and but like I said we got to get that to translate to the football field on Saturday as opposed to you know practice on the practice field um And a lot of it is I don't want to see Scott Frost go. It's because if he goes, who are you going to get here? I mean, who are you going to get? So, um, it's his fourth season. Now you can judge him. These are pretty much all his players now. Um, I think it should be all right. Like I said, that Nebraska has the potential to have a 9-3 season or they can go 3-9. and nine. Um... So let's have this little wait and see approach. But I really think that you're going to see a little bit of improvement this year on the offensive side of the ball. Um, let's go see. Um, like I said, defensively, they got some special players in this defensive side of the ball. Um, I really think. Uh, if they can be very, if they can be just a little consistent, I really think that they can compete for that Big Ten West. Now, I'm not going to come out and just go out and say, "Oh, they're going to win the West." I think a few things need to happen. Um, they've only beaten Wisconsin one time since they've been in the Big Ten, so um, if you want to win the Big Ten West, you got to go through Wisconsin. So. Um, so let's uh, so we have some cautious optimism, um, but I really think they're I think they're going to be all right. I really believe that they're going to be all right. Uh, um, like I said, I'm kind of excited this year. About what the Huskers can do on the football field. Um, I really think if they can just be disciplined, that they can compete in the West. Um, if I was to predict, what they would do this year. Uh, I will still say 
like they're the third best pro program in the West. Yeah, behind uh, Iowa and Wisconsin. Maybe even before us because of the way Northwesterners came on the past couple of years. But uh, they need a... This is definitely going to be a put-up-or-shut-up year for Scott Frost. Um, and I think he knows that. I really think he knows that. And I um, I really... We're, we're, we're going to see. Um, like I said, when we first got here, a lot of people thought we were going to have that fast break playing basketball on grass type of offense. Um, and it hasn't quite happened that way the past uh, three seasons. But... Um, Give us some time. And we're definitely going to see this fall. Uh, Logan Smothers, the backup quarterback for Nebraska. Uh, like I said, I've seen his, uh, his highlight tapes. Uh, when he got recruited to come here. Well, it looks like he's the real deal. As far as quarterback. I really think Logan Smothers is the real deal. Um... We haven't had an opportunity yet. Um, but I really think that uh, he is the future at Nebraska quarterback. I really think he is. So, we got to um, gotta put it all together this year, guys. Because um, as a Nebraska fan, I'm used to winning. Uh, I know I'm actually a little bit older. But, like I said, when I was a teenager and, um, and everything else, you know, I was spoiled for national championships, Big 8 championships, Big 12 championships, um, you know, on a yearly basis. So, I will admit, I'm very spoiled. Uh, I don't, here's the thing. I was watching an interview the other day, and he's about Nebraska football, and, uh, he said Nebraska's biggest issue is going to be apathy. Um, apathy is basically when you don't care anymore. And um, he and he made a very valid point to um, uh, like apathy as far as like you don't watch the game, you just gonna check the score. Oh, yes, my hate Nebraska win by the day, you know. Um, I don't know if the program's fans, I don't know if the state really feels like that. If it, if it was a scale in between um, apathy and excitement, I would say like it's just directly right in the middle. Um, we need to be, um, I honestly think this is going to be the year where you're going to start seeing that improvement. Um, with the Huskers. Uh, like I said, the thing that always concerns me is turnovers. And the Nebraska's have had a lot in the past three years, three seasons. But this even goes back to Bo Pliny. They had a lot around here. Or no. Um, we have to uh, um, definitely... Find a way to hold on to the football. Also, cause them turnover, turnovers, get it back. I don't know how well Britt Belmont's going to do because he's a great coach at Illinois. 
or the impact it's going to have in Illinois. Uh, Levy Smith, from what he did, I honestly don't think he should have fired. But I think Britt Bilma has potential to to have Illinois as uh, perhaps a power in the, in the Big Ten, not just the West. I'm talking about the whole Big Ten. Um, he did some big things at Wisconsin. Um, I don't see that changing because he knows the Midwest and he knows what type of player to recruit. I mean, he, I mean, Brett Bilma knows what he's doing. Uh, I think when he went to the SEC, the different brand of football there, um, it's a little bit of a struggle um, at, at, in the big SEC. As you see, is this talent rich, and you know everybody knows that, you know. So, um, that's the wild card or the X factor is how well he does at Illinois. And if, um, the Big Ten West is probably going to be the most exciting football you're going to see in the Big Ten. It's going to be in the West. We have um, I, I I guess what I'm trying to say is that in the Big Ten West, I see the strides in Nebraska's defense getting better. So defensively, I know they can compete in the Big Ten West, but the question is, is what what. Um, is this going to be every one to two, three year thing when the rest is going to be good every three years? Or can we get back to where we was, you know, when we started winning nine games a year? Automatically going to a bowl game. Um, if we ever get back to that, I personally, I think they can. I really think they can. It's will they? Um, I don't think people don't understand the the move of Brett Bilma going to Illinois changes a lot of things. Um, so you have Ryan Day at Ohio State, you got Harbaugh at Michigan, you have I got Kevin his name, but the guy at Northwestern, Pat Fitzgerald at, at Northwestern. You got Brett Bilma at Illinois. You got a. Uh, Shiano at uh, Rutgers. Uh, Michigan State. I forgot his name. You know what I'm saying? You've got a lot of great coaches in the Big Ten. Uh, me personally, I think the Big Ten is the best football conference. Some people will say the SEC. But when it comes from top to bottom, I, I, I'm, I, I'm willing to say I, I take the Big Ten to go up against anybody in this country when it comes to football. Um, so... Nebraska has a uh, a prime opportunity to uh, do some big things here, um, but like I said, uh, it's a wait and see approach. Uh, I, I really, I just got a feeling that Scott Frost is going to get it done this year. I, I really do. Um, my biggest concern, like I said, is the running back position. It's been it's been extremely inconsistent the past 
I want to say the past five seasons. You know, I'll, I'll go there. Um, Nebraska's leading rushers have been the quarterbacks, like I think four of the last six seasons. And when you're doing that with your quarterback, you know, you're, you're, you're uh, asking for trouble because that's when those injuries come in. Um, they have a lot, uh, like I said, to work on. Like the offensive line, like I said, it's gotten better. It was like a flash in the future to see them against Rutgers. And I was very impressed and proud of what they did at Rutgers and those kind of temperatures or never. Um, Nebraska needs to stop the you know Jekyll and Hyde performances. Um, it's like a Bill Moose, that's a, a athletic director in Nebraska. Like I like him a lot. Um, he said he wants he wants Scott Frost competing for the uh, Big Ten West. Now, if he can compete for it. That's going to be the measure to have his job. But competing for it does not mean winning it. So I don't want to hear the Wolves come out when Scott Frost, if Nebraska doesn't win the West. Um, oh, you said you're going to fire him. No, no, no. That's not what he said. He said, I want to see you compete for the Big Ten West. Um, but once again, there's that, that wild card called Illinois. And I'm not just, I'm not talking about this year. This year, obviously, they're going to struggle because it's his first year there. But, um, it's more of a, I think the Big Ten West has gotten that much harder with Vilma there. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, it's gotten, they're, they're the X factor, is Illinois. Um, because if you want to go east to west, the west looks a lot more competitive than the east. Because the east is just Ohio State and everybody else. So, um, that's going to be interesting to see in the next couple of years as if Nebraska, if Scott Frost is still there, hopefully he, he will be, if they can win there and compete for the uh, Big Ten West every year. Um, if I was a betting man, I'm not counting on it. Um, but I, I really think Nebraska has a prime opportunity to do something special this year. So, we'll see. We'll definitely see. Um, I think Scott Frost had a bigger rebooting job than he thought when he first got here. It was so much bigger than what he thought when he got here. Um, Like I said, he said this is the most talented receivers he ever had. Uh, this is the most talented offensive line he's ever had since he's been here. Um, definitely the best uh, tight end uh, core since he's been here. Um, and like I said, Kelly Martinez is primed for a really big, big year. Um, I really think he'll. I guess I think he'll have a really big year. Uh, like I said, he has to cut down on interceptions and the turnovers, but he will. Honestly, have faith in him that he will. Uh, we'll see. The Big Ten is going to be a fun conference to watch in the next couple of years. Extremely fun to watch. Um, I really think that 
Um, Scott Frost uh, just underestimated the talent pool when he got here. Uh, over the past three seasons, Nebraska has had the third best recruiting class in the Big Ten since he's been here. Uh, only people beating him was Ohio State and Penn State. Yeah. Ohio State, the national power, and Penn State, the semi-national power right now, if you want to, you know, because um, Kirk Franklin, uh, that guy can coach his butt off, and he's a great, he's a master recruiter. Um, and Scott Frost is right behind him. So, um, I really honestly think that uh, Nebraska could turn this corner this year. And I honestly think when they do turn the corner, then, you know, it, it, you know they're going to stay around. That's what they're going to stay. Like, once Nebraska becomes good, I think they're going to stay good. Um, um, like I said, a lot of football to be played. Um, once again, they got the toughest uh, conference. Schedule in the conference, probably one of the top fifteen toughest schedules in the country. Um, like I said, it's a wait and see approach. Um, oh, the elephant in the room that Nebraska better get fixed, and they better get fixed quick, is special teams. Special teams have cost them numerous amount of games in the past three seasons, is because of special teams. Um, the special teams at Nebraska have been average at best since Scott Frost has been here. Um, um, that needs to change. Um, Nebraska needs to be more consistent around the board when it comes to their special teams. Uh, we got the kicker here. Uh, ah, it's too bad that he's gone this year. Um, they got to break in a new kicker. Um, the guy they had last year was pretty good. Um, too bad he's gone. But hopefully they can replace him. And uh, But when it comes to kickers and punters, yeah, great kickers and punters don't come every year. Um, the Browns had like a 20-year run with having great kickers from Josh Brown. Excuse me, to... Uh, Chris Brown to Josh Brown to uh, Hayden Felt to um, Ali Kanolik. Um, Nebraska's had a lot of had past twenty years have had some great kickers. Um, not so much the three or four past you know not so much three or past four seasons have you know we've been very inconsistent. But special teams is that that is. And very vital to a team that a lot of people don't even talk about why Nebraska lost. A lot of Nebraska losses Nebraska had the past three, four seasons been through a touchdown or less. So a ball bounced this way or a ball bounced that way just a little bit. And instead of them going three and five and four and eight, they could be going eight and four or five and three. So once they get that, uh, that situation with special teams, 
uh, figure it out. Uh, that's, the rest will be all right. I'm really optimistic about what they're going to do this year. I, I really am. Um, like I said, when they, last year, I mean, they were in the game with, with Iowa, a game they probably should have won. But we, we, we muffed the punt in the third quarter. Something that could have changed the whole game around. Um, they were, you know, uh, I don't know what happened in the Minnesota game. Um, that was pretty pathetic. They, should, they shouldn't have lost that game. They shouldn't have lost that game at all. Um, but they did. Uh, almost gave away the game to, uh, to a pretty struggling Penn State team. And they almost came back in uh, and beat Nebraska. Um, there are so many things. That Nebraska need to tweak so they can be successful this year. Um, the elephant in the room, like I said, the X factor is that Illinois program and how well they're going to do when they get to the um, when you know once football season starts. So as you all know, Brett Mama is no stranger to the Big Ten. And he knows what he's doing, and the bank can cut your coach's butt off. So uh, we'll see. So if I had to make a prediction, I do see Nebraska going to a bowl game, and that brings me to my point last year. Um, that's what worried me about the team when they had opportunity to go to a bowl game. They said no, and bowl games. As everybody would know, if watches football, they don't come every year, and therefore, you don't take them for granted because you don't know when you, you'll be going to your next one. Um, them voting against playing in a bowl game let me know the mentality of the football team. Um, I know last year was a very stressful season with COVID and everything else, but um, the program to where it needs to be. Um, they uh, need to play all the football they could possibly get to get better. So let's not uh, let's not take anything for granted. Let's practice better. Um, they'll be right. Like I said, if I had to bet, I would bet on them making a bowl game next year. Um, but that strictly depends on them and the discipline um, that they show and the growth that they show in the program. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of excited for this season. But I'm excited for every season, so it really doesn't matter. Uh, there's a lot to unpack when it comes to the Nebraska program. Um, like I said, I think the fans are right in the middle of not caring or being very excited. Um, they have an Oklahoma game. It's the 50th anniversary of the game of the century. I know there's a lot of politics and stuff that went behind that game. They didn't almost get played, but um, playing Oklahoma is going to be a great benchmark like for where the program is. Um, you better... Nebraska has a prime opportunity to do something special. 
And I think the fans better get behind behind the program so they can do that. You know, we're Nebraska. We're built on championships. Um, I sound like the air. I don't want to sound too cocky or, but college football is better when Nebraska is good. I repeat, college football is better when Nebraska is good. Um, gotta, uh, like I said, just cut down on the turnovers and the mistakes. And I really see Nebraska could probably go to a mid-major bowl game. When I'm talking about mid-major, I'm talking about the Alamo Bowl, Citrus, uh, you know, mid-tier bowl game. Um, it's possible. It's possible. Like I said, maybe all the stars align. This is going to be the year that they have a good, you know, a good season. But I'm going to end the podcast on that note. Um, thank you for listening. As always, go Big Red. Um, throw those bones. Um, let's get back to Nebraska football. I think Scott Frost kind of, you know, got a, he kind of got like an identity to what Nebraska football was, and it was in that Rutgers game. Um, I believe in you, Scott. I still think that you can do it. I think that you will do it. Um, this is the Jaywalk Podcast, talking about his favorite team when it comes to uh, Nebraska football. And like I said, throw them bones. As always, go Big Red. I'll see you.